0: These techniques are employed as teaching tools. A monk who does not talk for a year may learn, for example, how he has always used speech in order to fill his ego rather than to help others. A monk who takes a vow of celibacy may gain an understanding that, for him, sex has been wasting vital life energy. By fasting, one might learn discipline and be better prepared for the perils of the spiritual journey he hopes to take our interest in deprivation has nothing to do with such goals while exploiting some of the techniques developed over the ages the deprivation outlined here are listed for the exclusive purposes of providing you access to altered states of consciousness do not fool yourself You are fasting for better health or depriving yourself of speech to make up for lies you have told. Keep your head out of this. Deprivation forces your mind to rebalance. States of consciousness are dependent on the perceptions of reality. They can even be defined as such by altering the manner in which we perceive reality. We alter the states of consciousness. In the technique of deprivation, we alter total pictures of reality by removing a piece or two. A world with no news, reports, or media is extremely different from one with a radio blasting the headlines 24 hours a day. We have gotten very used to the stimuli that surrounds us, so much so that we have become deadened, depriving ourselves of just one of the elements of perceptual landscape to which we have become accustomed to while necessitating a reactivation of our learning centers. Deprived of sight, we will have to learn how to hear walls. With the mind busy testing new environments, the consciousness is free to roam around and play. Deprivations are not penance. They are temporary closers which allow other things to open. Often, we shut our eyes in order to think more clearly. With unwanted stimuli removed, the mind can no longer... Act like a filtering system. More brain RAM can be put to work on real problems at hand. One of the principal problems of the path to spiritual awakening is called a peripheral attack. This takes on the form of distractions. The only reason distractions take hold is because the person viewing himself as somehow separate from that which is around him, to the enlightened individual. The self and the world are the same. He experiences a great unity of consciousness. This is the oneness spoken of in the spiritual text. As we are not awakened, we need to eliminate the possibilities of distractions, so that we do not blame our problems on things that seem to be out of our control. For example, if when you meditate, you find you are consistently distracted by mosquitoes flying around you, you have two choices. The higher choice is to learn to become invincible. Then the bugs will not know you are there and you will not be getting bitten. The easier choice is to meditate in place with no bugs. Deprivations do not deprive us, they free us. They remove external influences so that we can experience our inner states more subtly. A common misconception about the Jewish holiday is that the day's fast is some sort of penance. It is not. The Jews fast on their day of atonement so they can may fully conversate their prayers. Similarly, by experiencing any deprivation, we ourselves to concentrate on what we want. In any period of deprivation, you will experience moments of great stress. If you have been blindfolded for two days, for example, you may suddenly get the unbearable urge to look around. It is precisely at these moments, however when the potential for great alters of consciousness are possible. With each threshold of discomfort comes an opportunity for greater clarity. Still, you must use care and judgment. Most deprivations work best under supervision. Find a friend who knows you well and who orders your promise to follow. When your friend says you had enough quite whatever deprivation you are trying, The easiest deprivations are the ones that take the shortest amount of time and do not involve the vital body functions such as eating or sleeping. But, as with any following technique, it is important that you take ample time to prepare and then even more time to recover. You do not want to go to work the morning after a week of sleeplessness. A flotation tank um, developed by John Lilly and later made famous by the movie Altered States. Flotation tanks are the easiest way to explore deprivation as a method of getting high. Flotation tanks are dark boxes filled with very salty water. You go inside, shut the lid and float on your back in total darkness and silence. Except for the feelings of warm water against your head and back you receive no neural stimuli. The theory here is that no external influences you are free to experience your internal state. You begin to hear the tones, the resonance within your head all the time but usually drowned out by other noises. In the blackness, your optic nerves are free to discharge stored energy in the form of hallucinations. Your body is free to experience the sensation that it generates by itself free of gravity and muscular effort. It may take a little while to get used to the sensation of being in the tank. The water level tends to end up near your ears and it might be uncomfortable for you to let water inside them. If you think this will be the case, bring comfortable earplugs. This will also eliminate the influence of sound of the water moving around and in your ears if you were to bob them down. Eventually, it may not be your first or even your fifth float session when this happens. You will move out of your mind's jurisdiction. You will experience the infinite possibilities of world with no sights, sounds or sensations. You will have the experience of being asleep while fully conscious. You may even begin to travel out of your body or out of the time-space continuum. sounds or sensations. You will have the experience of being asleep while fully conscious. You may even begin to travel out of your body or out of the time space continuum.